0: everyone today is april 6 2019 and this is the dual assessment your podcast for Yu Gi Oh dual links my name is green ranger and this week in the dual world there's no uh pve events really going on um the sartorius event just wrapped up so we got that new character this week has all been about the kaiba cup starting so kaiba cup uh going on in through half of april or so and um you know, that's more of a PvP event. It's all PvP event, actually. Um, we're going to get Epic Yugi soon, but this week we're talking mostly about Six Samurais. They came out with a new box, um, which came out late last week or early this week. I, I don't remember exactly, but they are the new hot topic. So we're going to go over the remaining archetypes. Last time we went over the URs and SRs of the Warriors Unite box, we're going to go over the archetypes now. Uh, not now, but later in the show, and you know, six Sams are really the—they're going to be the hot meta um, deck. We're going to see if they take over the Kaiba Cup, and of course, uh, their lasting value—it's pretty—it's sh- pretty clear that they're pretty good right now. But when will Konami, you know, take action? We don't know, and they might—they might be the deck persist uh, moving forward. Um, we also have Doug's casual deck of the week. He Discusses tunes, so if you if you if you really liked playing tunes, uh, check out his deck of the week later on in the show. This week, uh, I'm just going to I'm going to talk about my week in the dual world. Um, last month, I finished off in Legend three. I think I got to a hundred ranked wins, and then I decided to play a few more games. I got to Legend three, and it was within the last two hours left, and I lost the game, and then I was just. I'm gonna go to sleep instead. So uh, that that was it. I could have hit. I could have hit Kingdom of Games with that uh, Psychic Synchro deck, but you know, it didn't really matter to me. I guess the gems w- would have paid off the, the extra gems I got from getting Kingdom of Games, but I didn't. And in the Casey Cup, I started off at DL level ten, of course, and I'm only at thirteen. I've just been playing. I haven't been playing too much, but I played enough to get the rewards. The um, the stamp rewards, I think they're called. And I'm okay going slow this first stage. Uh, I should be able to hit you know DL level twenty soon. Um, and there's no really, there's no, pro, there's no problem with me going slow I'm get, I get to maximize my uh, ranked wins, extend that, and because um, yeah, knowing next weekend I'm not gonna have too much time to play at all because I'll be working at an event. So um, getting in my ranked wins now, and then instead of having to cram later, that would be great. I'm still playing Psychic Synchros, but there is one big change. I've been buying the Warriors Unite box, because I'm trying to build Six Samurais. And I got a Stardust Charge Warrior, which fits in well with the level 6s in my in my uh, Synchro deck. Of course, the uh, Psychic Synchro deck uses a lot of 3s, so there's a Psychic Tracker, the Serene Witch, and then the Psychic Wheel Dealer. And they all uh, turn into 6s, so I still have the Psychic Nightmare, but I took out the Powered in Zektron and Lieu of Stardust Charge Warrior, and it's been pretty good actually. It's a pretty good card. Um, Overall, I'm still trying to play six Sams, but I only have one Kizen, and Kizen is a card that you definitely want three of in your six Sams deck. So, you know, I'm I'm mostly through the second box, but the second box is not giving me my Kizen. And once I get that card, I get to reset. Even with two Kizens, I might just try to play like a. Very budget version of Six Sams. All you need is that one card, so I might uh, switch over to Six Sams soon because that's a deck I really want to play. So in esports this week, Duel Links Meta Weekly 66. This happened on April 2nd, and of course, uh, you know, talking about Six Sams, that's what most people brought in this tournament. And in the top 32, 19 out of 32 were Six Samurai, so they definitely they're a really good deck. And the good thing, of, the the cool thing about them is that there's a lot of ways to build it because they have so many tools. Uh, there's different ways to play it, and of course each each deck itself is a bit different. First place, Neg Do Zap a tie that binds Six Samurai, so. Uh, this is one way to do it. This has the core. This has some of the core cards, which I'll list right now. So three legendary six samurai kids, that's the card I mentioned that is the chase card of the box. Um, three six samurai secret six samurai fuma. This is just an R card, but this is the tuner of the deck. This is the only tuner you would need in the deck, and it works really well. Three six samurai united. So this is just an SR, uh, which you should get. When you're trying to look for your Kizins, it's a continuous spell. And three Shen's Dojo, which is a card that is a reprint card. It came from Primal Burst first, so this is just the end, so you should have three of these quite available. This deck also has three Dual Wields, so six-style Dual wield is an SR from this box, and I think I only have two of these, but this like additionally has an SR in this box. You should get it just looking for your Kizins. Uh, This deck also runs other cards, 2 Legendary Six Samurai Anishi, 1 Secret Six Samurai Kizaru, and uh, 2 Cunning of the Six Samurai. It's notable that some of these cards, uh, notably Kizaru and Cunning, are from the Crusader's Battleground box. So, you know, um, you had to put some investment in those previous decks, uh, those boxes, just to get some of these cards and of course the uh synchro deck of this 2 Shi'en Shi'en is the you know the boss monster of the six samurais that's what makes it work Armadides gigantic castle and also the um the contact fusion card uh, secret secret six samurai rehands just an extra option Second place who dare wins ancient gears and and they noted here that he got disqualified so he didn't get to play Neg2 Zap but he got disqualified I don't know how this is just a basic Ancient Gears deck. There is a bad aim. That's a card we haven't that's a card we've seen uh more and more. And it's the first time I think I've seen it in Ancient Gears, but otherwise a very typical Ancient Gears deck. Third place Mordecai, Parasite Amazon. It's Parasite Amazon is, is making a comeback? And this deck is super annoying. I hate it. Um This one's a little better because it doesn't run Lava Golem, because I hate those even more, so. Just a lot of Trap Cards, Gravity Lashes. Um, DD Assailant, that's different, I guess. And third place, Shifu, tie that Binds Six Sam's. It's the same deck as the first one from Negdu Zap, but doesn't have Cunning of the Six Samurai as Grandmaster of the Six Samurai. That's a UR from the Crusaders Battleground box. And it also runs Treacherous Trap Hole. And it has no Contact Fusion, but it does have a 6-star... Synchro Summon, Gaia Knight, The Force of Earth. This is a card I've even seen in PvE, PvP uh, in the KC Cup games, and this, I did call it, I think this card, you know, you see a Synchro Monster with no, uh, it's a normal Synchro Monster, no abilities, you think it sucks, but uh, it is the best attacker of the six level sixes, and these decks do use tide Bind, so every point does count sometimes. This does get over Shien by 100 attacks, so... It is a useful card. You could put it in your 6 Samurai deck. I could put it in my uh psychic synchro deck too. It's a level 6. Maybe. Another tournament that happened in the Duel X meta community is the giveaway tournament 10. First place King Swag uh, Bodhi. This is he brought two decks Parasite Amazonus and Ancient Gears. The Parasite Amazonus is interesting in that they bring back Kinetic Soldier. This is a card that we see on and off, but it is good because um, 6 Samurais are a warriors, so it gains 2,000 attack and defense when it fights a warrior, so that's a lot of damage. Ancient gear deck is pretty uh, typical as well. None of those quick play um, Cyclone cards, though. It's just 3 Galaxy Cyclones and 2 Breakers. Second place, Ignited Sperm. Parasite, Amazonist, and tie that Binds. Six Samurais. This is um this this Parasite Amazon is interesting. They run lava golems and they also run two Mithra. This is a Mithra, it's a card we haven't really seen. Um it was supposed to work for um UA's, I think that was the goal. But this puts an extra token on your uh opponent's board so you could use your lava golem on them. And the Tilet Binds Six Samurai deck, this one runs three Anishi. Anishi is Anishi is a card you see in some decks. But you typically don't even see three of them, and this one does have three. It does have. It is a late game type card. It's got some control abilities. I'm going to talk about m- more about the R's and N's later, but this is a pretty good card too. Third place: Nyx. tie that binds six samurais and uh, survivals and dinosaurs. This six samurai deck has a seer, Karibo, uh Econ. You know, you could, you're, there are ways to put you know these generally good cards. In the deck. You don't have to make it completely six samurai deck. And uh, survival's survival zen dinosaurs, nothing new here. It's typically what we've seen in the you know past past meta, I guess what you call it. Monkey Boy third place, monkey boy forty four, tilet Bind. six samurai, and Kaiva Corp Bling, Kawaki Meru. This uh, Six Samurai deck runs three sphere crebos. That's interesting. Uh Kouaki Meru deck has a lot of cards. Um. Let's see. The Moxer composition is about the same as you see. No rook lords. No prototypes. Three cosmic cyclones. Two fire formation gyaku. So that's a lot of uh, back row disruption here. So, uh, interesting deck for Kawaki Merus. There were no uh, tier list updates from Duel Links Meta this week. I think they're trying to figure out where Six Samurai stand. They might just be the deck that gets promoted to tier one. But they have to, uh, I think they're waiting for it to win the Kaiba Cup first, so (laughs) we're going to see where that goes. Now I'm going to go over the archetype for the Warriors Unite box, and this is pretty much my R&N review. Um, I talked about the SRs and URs, of course, last time. And, of course, as I've mentioned a million times already, Six Samurais are the archetype to buy if you're interested in this box. I think there is definitely value in it. I'm attaching a link here by Emma Valentine of uh Duel Links Meta. So this article is on Duel Links Meta, and I must say, this is probably the best thing I've ever read on this website. And she goes over you know every single card in Six Samurai. So there's a lot of cards. They've been released in you know three different sets, if I'm not mistaken. Blades of the Spirits is the first one, Crusaders Battlegrounds, and then this one. And there's just so much about it here um there's a lot about synergies there's decks there's skills this goes over everything you need to know and even if you don't intend on playing six samurais you read this guide and you'll know how to counter them there's there's just so much information and i highly recommend it it's attached uh in the link so it's like the six samurai complete guide Uh, I definitely read through, I didn't read all of it, obviously, I have, you know, reading comprehension things, but uh, it's pretty cool, you get to see the uh, different ways to build the deck, so definitely check it out. So I'm going to talk about the R's and N's of Six Samurais now, and I'm not going to talk about every single card, because there's too many of them, I'll just gloss over some of them, but I'll point out the ones that are notable. So Legendary Six Samurai Anishi is a 4-star warrior, 1700 700. Uh, once per turn, you can banish two Six Samurai's from your graveyard, target one face-up monster on the field, return that target to the hand. You must control another Six Samurai to resolve this effect. When you control two or more face-up Six Samurai's except for Anishi, this card gains 500 attack and defense. So this is a, one of the ones we've seen uh, play in competitive deck lists. It's got 1700, which 6 Samurais are typically 16 to 19, uh, most of the 4 stars. So, it's on the lower half, but it could gain 500 attack and defense, and it has a control ability to basically remove a monster. I don't think the 6 Samurais, they do do some resurrection, but not every deck does. So, those are basically free removals for you. Overall, this, this card is a really good package. Um... They have, they have countless monsters, so this is one way. This is definitely one of the better ones. Six Samurai Kageki. Three star, 200, 2,000 defense. When this card is normal summon, special summon, one level four or lower Six Samurai monster from your hand. While you control a Six Samurai monster with a different name, this card gains 1,500 attack. So this is kind of the opener. You play this card you get one from your hand and then you could special summon a third one and then you could make your uh, synchro play. So this is really core. This is the one that gets it started. It's the one you want in your opening hand and it will get it will become 1700 2000 which isn't uh it competes with the Anishi we just saw. So uh this is uh considered a, one of the core cards of Six Samurai, I think. Next one is Legendary Six Samurai Mizuho, uh, level 3 1600 1000. If you control Legendary Six Samurai Shinnai, you can special summon this from your hand. Once per turn, you can tribute another face-up Six Samurai, target one card in the field, destroy that target. So this card is has a partner and the partner is an N which is um, Legendary Six Samurai Shinnai, level 3 1500 1500. If you control Six Samurai Mizuho... Special Summon this from your hand. If this card in the field is tributed, target one 6 Samurai Monster in your graveyard, except for Shinai added to your hand. So basically what happens is, you have these two cards that work as a pair out on the field. You use Mizuho to sacrifice Shinai. You destroy a card thanks to Mizuho's effect, and you get to get a card back from your graveyard. So there's immediate synergy here. And it's a control version of the deck. Uh, you would just have these two monsters in it, and then just keep bringing back uh, Shinai, and then you could just use Mizuho to destroy stuff. And slow, con- slower control version of the deck. Elder of the Six Samurai is not really worth uh, talking about, but it's a you know it's a free special summon when your opponent has a monster. They they do it. It's a card you want to use as synchro materials. So it's a level three, four 0. Um. Ultimately there are better options, so this is not one of the cards that are notable. This one is notable. Secret Six Samurai Fuma, level one warrior tuner, two hundred attack, eighteen hundred defense. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special summon one six samurai moxer from your deck except for Fuma. If exactly one six samurai moxer you control would be destroyed by card effect, you can banish this from your graveyard instead. So this is a one-star tuner. It works with the level fours. Uh, you could just get special summon this guy out with the with any of the cards that special summon, like Hageki, for example. And then you mix it with a level four, and you got your level five uh, Shin. And this card gets destroyed. You could tutor any. You could you could bring any card out from your deck, so that you could pick any of your six samurais, and it protects them with that extra ability um, where you could banish this from the graveyard after it's been destroyed or used as the tuner a synchro material so this is the only tuner you need for six samurais unless you're playing like a two plus three version of the deck with no four stars then you might consider running something else but most of the good six samurais or are four star monsters so this one plus four works really well definitely a card you want three of in the deck this is a card we've seen uh some asceticism of the six samurais a quick play spell target one six samurai monster you control special summon one six samurai from your deck with the same attack but a different name if you do destroy it during the end phase of this turn so most of them are 1600 to 1900 and a lot of them have the same attack so um typically you would use this to uh, mix and match uh use them as a fusion material or use them as your ability it's a quick play so there's a lot you could do with this card double Edge sword technique. Trap card. Target two Six Samurais in your graveyard special. Summon those targets in attack position. During the end phase, destroy them. If you do take damage, equal to the destroyed monster's attack. So if you don't get rid of those monsters, you're going to die, pretty much. It's Recycle. You could use... So Mizuho and Hand of the Six Samurai, lore-wise, are the same person. Just in different phases of their life. And what they do is they contribute themselves. It, like they say, tribute a six samurai monster. It could even include themselves. So you could use this in the control style uh, Mizuho, um, Shinai, and Hand of the Six Samurai. You could just you know get rid of those monsters. In addition to using stuff for synchro summons. So that's a, probably the main point of the card. Talked about Shinai already. Kagemusha of the Six Samurai, which shares a name with uh, Kaganusha of the Blue Flame. Uh, Two-star warrior tuner, 400 attack, 1,800 defense. During either player's turn, when exactly one face-up, six samurai monster you control is targeted by a spell, trap, or a monster effect that targeted, you could target this card instead. Yeah, it's basically its ability. It's a protection card. Um, So this is a level two tuner. It goes well with the threes if you want to make a 2 plus 3 instead of a 1 plus 4. It's less good than Fuma for sure, but, you know... Uh, it would be considered... It is protection. So, it is protection. It destroy. It probably gets destroyed by the effect. But at the same time, you can't... Um, well, I guess it's good against Paleo, Canadians and Econs where they don't get destroyed. Um, you don't really want this guy to get destroyed because you want to tune him. And unlike Fuma, you could use the Graveyard ability. This doesn't have that Graveyard ability. Another tuner, Secret Six Samurai Genba is a level 2. Five hundred twenty one hundred defense. When this card is normal summoned, target one of your banished six samurai monsters added to your hand. If exactly one six samurai monster you control and no other cards would be destroyed by card effect, banish this from the graveyard instead. So this this has that built in ability that Fuma has. I guess it's a little better than Kagamusha. Um twenty one hundred defense too, so I guess this is this competes with Kagamusha as your two plus three instead of the one plus four, I guess. Legendary Secret of the Sixth Samurai, level 4, 500 attack, 2,000 defense. When you normal or spe- special summon a secret Six Samurai monster, you can special summon this from your hand. You can only use this effect once per turn. Once per turn, you can banish one level 4 or lower Six Samurai monster from your graveyard until the end of this turn. This card's attribute level and attack and defense become the same as that banished monster's. So this is an option to cheat out. Uh, it only works for the secret six samurai, so make sure you have those. And it uses banished abilities. This is a situational card. It might not see play. It might. I don't. I'm not really sure. Jian Squire, level one warrior tuner, 300 attack, 700 defense. During damage calculation, if you control a six samurai monster, if a six samurai monster you control battles, send this from your hand to the graveyard. That monster cannot be destroyed by battle. This is a level one tuner. Uh, it's probably, be, you know. It can't compete with Fuma, but it's like a Karibo, I guess. Chamberlain of the Sixth Samurai is just a 200-2000 vanilla guy. Uh, obviously, with so many explosive plays in the deck, this is not, you know, in consideration. It just has a Six Samurai name if you ever need that. Swift Samurai Storm, Continuous Trap. Each turn, after the first time a Six Samurai monster you controls battles... All six samurai monsters you control gain 300 attack until the end of this turn. So, most of the competitive decks we've seen run tie that binds and a lot of them run beatdown. So, this is just, you know, doubling up on that. And this would be a card you consider if everyone is playing tie that binds six Samurai. So, you could get over those cards. Breakthrough trap cards select one six samurai monster you control. If the selected monster that destroys an opponent's monster by battle, Great Shogun Shen and all six Samurai monsters you control can attack your opponent directly during the battle phase. So, a win more card. It's not guaranteed since it's situational. It is a, a okay card if you have Shen out because then you can negate. If they have one trap card, you could just negate that card, and then everyone gets to attack directly. But if you're destroying your opponent's monster anyways, they're going to attack directly anyways, right? So, I don't see his card being useful at all. Axe to the wall trap card. Pay life points so that you have a 100 life points left. Special summon as many six samurai monsters with different names from your graveyard as possible. You can not special summon a monster with the same name as a monster you already control. So It's a little situation. It's kind of like Last Gamble uh, or raw paying all your life points. Uh, you could win your last turn. You could not. I don't know. I'm not a fan of this card. But I'm sure... It might see play eventually. I don't know. I don't think so, though. And finally, Musakani Magatama. Trap card. Counter trap. When your opponent activates a spell or trap or monster effect that destroys a card, while you control six samurai Monster, negate the activation if you do destroy it. So this has the same ability as the synchro moxer Uh It's useful if you want to double up on those abilities. Typically, you won't need to, but... And another thing about this card is it doesn't hit... Haleozoic, Canadia, or Econ. So, things that change battle position doesn't work on those. So, um, maybe if you want to double up on that ability where you destroy, negate activation, and destroy. I've said six samurai way too much. It's time to move on to the other cards. The scraps, there's only three scrap cards. Scrap Goblin, uh, three star Beast Warrior Tuner, zero attack, 500 defense. It cannot be destroyed by battle. If this face-up defense position card is attacked, selected as an attack target destroyed at the end of the battle phase. If it's destroyed by effect of a scrap card and sent to the graveyard, target one scrap in your graveyard, except for Scrap Goblin and add it to your hand. So it'll survive at least one hit that gives it some stall ability. Seems okay for the tuner. That's all there is to say about this card. Scrap Golem. Where's this guy? Level 5. Rock. 2300-1400. Once per turn, you can select one level 4 or lower Scrap Monster in your graveyard special summon to either player's side of the field. So It's it's a way you could clog your opponent, and more, might be more useful for your own synchro plays where you get to special summon another card. Uh, this is definitely a card you want to cheat out, since it's just a level 5, uh, 2300 attack. And finally, Scrap Soldier, level 5, Warrior Tuner, 2100 attack, 700 defense. Cannot be used as a synchro material except for the synchro summon of a scrap monster. As this face up defense position is attacked, selected as an attack target destroyed at the end of the battle phase. If it's destroyed by the effect of a scrap card and sent to the graveyard, target one scrap Monster in your graveyard except for scrap soldier and add it to your hand. So it's a bigger tuner. It'll struggle to get itself on the board unless it's cheated out, of course. And uh but it uh I guess bigger tuners do do have an advantage of um Ramping up to the bigger synchro plays. But this is definitely a card you want to use. The to... There's like a field spell. A scrap field. Scrap factory. That I cheated out, I think. Yeah. I guess it might be okay. Now the desk bots. Desk bots are all R's and N's. They're fast. They swarm. It's good to be a free-to-play deck. Let's talk about these cards. Desk bot 3. Level 3 machine, 500 attack, 500 defense. When it's normal, summon, special summon, one desk bot monster from your deck except for three. Once per turn, during either's player turn, you can target one desk bot monster. You control against 500 attack and defense for each desk bot you currently control until the end of this turn. So it's got a little ability to tie like beatdown. You could add tie that binds to it and they get kind of strong since they're really weak. Um, it's good. To, this one's good for setting up synchro summoning or getting out number 9. So, number nine is the power play, which I'll talk about later. Yeah, you could get any desk bot from your deck, so number nine is typically the one you want to get. Level uh, Desk bot four. This card is 500 attack and defense. If this card battles an opponent's monster during damage calculation, you can activate this effect. Your opponent takes no battle damage for the rest of this turn. Also, send one desk bot from your deck to the graveyard except for number four. If you do, this card gains attack and defense equal to the sent monster's level times 500 if this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle special summon two desk bots with different levels from your hand in or graveyard in defense mode so this card i'm i'm not i'm not really high on this card it it has you know it has tricks you could get over an opponent's monster you could gain 1500 or you could gain 2000 i guess but, and then you get, get two monsters. I guess it's not that bad. I guess, upon reading it, it's... It is situational, though, I guess. It has to destroy that opponent's monster by battle. I guess that's with the quick ability. So I guess this card's not that bad, I guess. I thought it was pretty bad, but it's not. Deskbot 1 is the only tuner. It's a machine tuner, level 1, 500-500. It gains 500 attack and defense for each machine you control. If two or more machines are special summoned... While this is in the graveyard, special summon this card. So, they swarm pretty well, and this one just comes out. So, it's the only tuner you have to play it. This is the Synchro Monster, Deskbot Jet, level 10. Um, it has no tuning requirements, so you could use any tuner. It doesn't have to be a Deskbot, I guess. 500 attack and defense. It gains 500 attack and defense for each Deskbot on the field. You can use these effects once per turn and only once that turn. You can target one desk spot you control destroy it if you do special summon a desk bot from your deck. You can also target one desk bot you control and one face-up card on the field and destroy them. This card won't have a ton of attack. It'll probably have 2,000 at most. It counts itself, so it starts off as a 1,000-1,000, and two other ones would make it 2,000. Um, it's a control card. I guess the second ability is a control card. The first ability is a facilitating effect. It doesn't hit face down, so it doesn't seem too good in my opinion. Deskbot 2, level 2, 500-500. If this is special summoned, add one Deskbot from your deck to your hand. All machines gain 500 attack and defense except for this one. This is the intermediate. You don't want it in the opening hand. You want it to get special summoned, and then you add one card from your deck to your hand and then Deskbot is probably the most uh, the best card level 9 machine 500 500 once per turn during your main phase you can make this card gain attack equal to the combined attack of all deskbot monsters you currently control except for number 9 until the end of your opponent's turn only this card can attack the turn this effect is activated if this card battles your opponent's cards and effects cannot be activated until the end of the damage step if this card is destroyed if this card would be destroyed by battle or card effect you can destroy one deskbot you control instead. So this is the power play. You make it gain a lot of attack. You protect it. It's kind of like an Ancient Gear card. Um, and uh, yeah, it has some protection. It's kind of like Six Samurais and Ancient Gears combined. No, you know, and seeing the abilities. Next up are the Drax. And uh, I just looked at these cards and I was not really impressed with any of them, really. Uh, you're probably better off playing the survivals and dinosaurs. Let's talk about them, anyways. Drac Gigagnodo. Giga- I don't know why I can't pronounce that word. Level 7 Synchro. Uh, 2100 to 1800. All face up Drac monsters. You gain 200 attack for each Drac monster in your graveyard. So this comes to 2300, and that is it. Not good. Drac Meteor. This one's interesting. Level 10. 2800 2000 requires a direct tuner and two dinosaurs. When this card is synchro summoned, destroy all cards on the field. Then you can special summon one tuner from your graveyard. So, this costs you three monsters to synchro summon, uh, for sure. And then this one gets destroyed, so it's like four cards, but then gets you a tuner back. This might be the one that sees play. I don't think so. But... If you ever need to clear your opponent's board, this is a card that does it. Dirac Velo. Level 4 Dinosaur, 1700, 1000. When this face up position attack position card attacks or is attacked and is destroyed by battle and sent to graveyard, special summon a Dirac with 1700 less attack from your deck. So it's a way you could cheat out of Tuner. It is a way that's more uh, antiquated because let's say an ancient gear monster attacks it and negates the effect. Um, it will not exactly fly, so not too impressive. Drac Aolo, level 1 tuner, 200-200. You can tribute this card to select one level 4 or lower Drac Monster in your graveyard, except for Aolo, special summon that from the graveyard. So this is a level 1 tuner, uh, and you could basically ramp up into a bigger tuner. It's not that useful, uh, but yeah, I think that's the play with this card. Drac Velfito, this is a level 5 tuner. Level 5 tuner with, uh, it has a question mark attack and defense. This card's attack and defense are equal to the total original attack and defense of the Synchro Materials. If this card attacks a face-down posi- defense position monster, you can destroy that monster immediately with this effect instead of flipping it up or applying damage calculation. So This is a, m- a mechanic we saw with the Heavy Knight of Flame and that was a pretty useful ability, I think. You negate the ability. And it's good against cards like Snowman, Eater, or any card that searches. So, you know, this is a, a more exciting Synchro monster. And it has that mysterious attack and defense, which could be okay. It's almost like Armadides, uh, Not the worst card. Drac Monoloth, level 3 tuner, 1500, 1200. This card can attack all monsters your opponent controls once each. So, if this card had more attack, that would be great. Um, it's good against the 6 samurais, I guess, but if they have the 2500, I can't see this getting over that. Drac Dino, level 3 tuner, 1700, 800. Once during each player's end phase, if this card destroyed an opponent's monster by battle, you can tribute one Drac monster to draw two cards. This would be good if you um, if it destroyed the monster so you could use Baby Sarasaurus, but doesn't, doesn't seem too useful. And Drac Galeem, level 2 tuner, 1200, 0. When this card is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can, your opponent can tar- discard one card to negate this effect. Otherwise, destroy that monster that destroyed this card. It's a control card. It's okay, but it doesn't really fit their strategy, I think. So Overall, the Dracs aren't aren't really good uh you might you might as well play the survivals and dinosaurs if you want a competitive deck if you want to play a drac themed deck they have plenty of cards released throughout their history next up are the roids the viaroids. i mean and uh Croids did see play in that final game in the finals i mean of the last finals of the dual links championships but that was because they had the uh, legendary duelist requirement where you had to play a character deck so that's why they saw some play but these cards are more exciting super Croid stealth union is a fusion monster requiring truckroid expressroid drilloid and stealthroid three thirty six hundred three thousand when this card attacks the original attack is halved until the end of the damage step during battle between this attacking card and and a defense monster position whose defense is lower than the attack do Piercing. Once per turn during the main phase, you can select one face of monster on the field except the machine, equip it to this card. While equipped with this effect, this monster can attack all monsters your con- your opponent controls once each. This is not really a good card. Um, it would be good if it had 3,600, but then it loses it. So it basically comes at 1,800 with Piercing. Gets to hit everyone. Not too useful. Um... Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Mixerroid is a 4-star 2200 defense. You can tribute one machine, special summon one non-wind roid monster from your deck. You can pay half your life points, banish any number of machines from your graveyard, including this card. Special summon from your deck one roid fusion monster with the same level as those banished monsters, ignoring its summoning it Conditions, but destroyed during the end phase. You could use one effect. You could use each effect of Mixedroid once per turn. If you're reading this correctly, this is pretty much Cyberstein without having to play life cost zero. So you pay half your life points instead. Um, This would be pretty good had we not have had so many Paleozoic Canadians in the meta. Because you, you summon this card and then you can play Paleozoic Canadian, and then it's over pretty much. Does have 2200 defense though, but uh, cards like Paleozoic Canadia and Floodgate keep it in check and prevent it from being an OP card because the, the roids do have things like Parasychroid that can attack directly, so it is kept in check. Mega Roid City is a field spell. You can target one other card you control, destroy it if you do add a roid from your deck to your hand. During damage calculation, if your roid monster battles, You can send one Roid monster from your deck to Graveyard. Switch the original attack and defense of your battling monster during damage calculation only. You can use each effect of Mega, Roid, City once per turn. You cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck except for Fusions. During the turn, you activate either of this card's effects. This card Synergy with the card we just saw. A Mixed Roid, which has 0 attack and 2200 defense, so you can switch those up. Other cards like Jet Roid has 1800 defense as well. Um, not, not the most useful card, frankly. It just has synergy with the mixed roid, I think. Arbaroid, the ultimate battle machine. It requires 5 machine roids to fuse, 4,000 attack and defense, and can make a second attack during each battle phase. It can't attack directly. After damage calculation, just attacked an opponent's monster and negate the effects of that monster, even in the graveyard. Every time this destroys an opponent's monster by battle, inflict a thousand damage to your opponent. This isn't the worst card. I think it's it's like Vision Hero Trinity, um, and you can use Via Croid Connection Zone to make it OP. The problem is you need those five cards in your hand or on the board. Um, maybe there's a way to draw. That's what prevents this card from being really good. I think. And finally, a Mergeroid Call trap card counter trap. When a spell or trap or monster effect is activated, while you control a roid fusion monster, negate the activation. Send all cards with the same name as that card in the graveyard. You can banish this card from the graveyard, target one roid monster in your graveyard, add it to your hand. You can use this effect once per turn. Very good card. Uh, ha- you have to have your fusion monster out on the board, of course. Uh, since it's so good, it clears your opponent's deck and extra deck of that card. Uh, Pretty much ends the game for them once this is activated. So, Pretty good card. So that is it for Warriors Unite. I think history will say that this is one of the better boxes. We will see. uh, The Kaiba Cup will shape it out. I'm sure we will see plenty of Six Samurais. And that leads us to the Survey of the Week. Will Six Samurais take over the Kaiba Cup? Um, 56% of respondents said yes. It is OP and broken. 17% 17% said no, on the account of it being an expensive deck. Not, not truly expensive, but you do have to buy three times for Kizen. And 27% said maybe. Uh, two comments this week, Zombear V. I mean, Six Sam's are obnoxious sometimes, but it feels like fighting Silence again. We still have big beat sticks like Blue Eyes and Ancient Gears to get over them, so I think it will be okay. My experience against them is limited, but they certainly are strong. I agree with this completely. I have beat some six sams just because I had Paleozoic Canadia, and my deck actually has a network trap hole, so that is an okay card against them as well. Tied to a corpse says, to be honest, it's a coin flip meta. As long as you go first with Ancient Gears and six sams, or second with Amazons or Kowaki, you win. Yep. Um, I think this is why they're doing the special duels, where the first place. Uh, first, The person going first gets to draw a card, so going first definitely has some disadvantages, but there are also other decks as well. I don't think it's you know really tied to those four card- decks, but in the Kaiba Cup second round, we would definitely see a lot of the same decks over and over. So we will see if it is, you know, it's your own impression if it's a coin flip meta, but if you see it over and over again, and then it definitely is, I think. Now we have a couple of new cards to the game. Uh, Golden Dragon Summoner. This is from the Duelathon thon that's going on. Four-star Spellcaster, 1,000 attack and defense. You can tribute one monster target, one monster on the field, return it to the hand. You can use this effect once per turn. So this has synergy with cards that have tribute effects like Psychic Ace. So you can kind of remove two cards at the same time. That's really it. Uh, Hieratics also have some abilities when you tribute them your Dragon, the dual mode beast. This is an SR from Ranked Rewards. Level 7 Machine, 2800 attack, 2000 defense. You can normal summon or set this card without tributing, but its original attack and defense become half. So it becomes a 7 star, 1400, 1000, and this screams a card that helps ramp up Synchro Summons. It's a high level monster with low attack and defense. So you could kind of use that unknown Synchron or something, and then you make a level 8. Synchro Magnet, level 3 Machine Tuner. This is an R from the Ranked Rewards. Uh, 1,000 attack, 600 defense, 3-star Tuner. This card cannot be normal summoned or set. When you Synchro Summon a Synchro monster, Special Summon this from your hand. So you want your, synch- your you want your Tuners to be fast, but this comes out at the wrong time, which makes it pretty bad. You have to have... Your Synchro Summon played, and this is in your hand. You kind of ramp your 5, you make a 5, like Armonides. And then you Special Summon this, you make your 3 into an 8. It just becomes unplayable, and you can't even Normal Summon or set it, so... I don't really like this card at all. And finally, Lissark is the N. Uh, I have to get this card, because I've got all the other Ns, so I don't have a choice. A news item this week. The nice feature has been nerfed, and by nerfed I mean uh, it's just going to show up a lot less. Basically, you get a notification popping up at the end of your game that you got a nice. This happens. I I've noted that I've done this too. I've been doing this. Is that it's been used as BM? You know, you beat your opponent in one turn and then you send them a nice. But now you're not going to get that notification. You're only going to get that notification if both players sent a nice. Which means the feelings were not hurt, or it truly was a competitive, cool game. I like this. Um, I definitely have closed the game, or I've stopped dueling after I've received a nice. So, uh, this does... It reduces tilt to some degree, but you, know, you could be a guy or a girl who doesn't really care about this. And it doesn't even matter at all. Now Doug Dimidoel is gonna talk about his casual deck of the week. Um it's about tunes, so if you really enjoyed playing tunes, uh this is the deck for you. So here is Doug Dimidoel.
1: Hey, this is Doug Dimidule with Doug's Casual Deck of the Week. So, yeah, I've been kind of teetering on semi-meta decks in recent weeks, and I know the whole premise of this is to be more of a casual-driven discussion topic, so uh, I'm going to start going back to my roots, and I think we're going to try a deck out this week that is... About the epitome of casual, and that is a Toon World deck. I mean, I've always, always loved the Toon archetype, but there is just no way for this type of deck to uh, to stay competitive in the current meta. I feel like it's just been left in the dust, and you know, until you could get more copies of Toon Rollback or Toon Table of Contents, which we only have one copy of right now, and especially a card like Toon Kingdom, if we'd be able to get more copies of that, uh, tunes are just not that consistent, and there 's just too many ways to uh, to defeat tunes. but I still wanted to give this deck a try nonetheless, and i got to say that it has been unbelievably fun to play in a casual and uh, PvE standpoint. Uh, it's one of my favorite decks to play. So the way that I have it set up is, of course, you want to use the It's a Tune World skill with Maximilian Pegasus. What that skill does is allow you to start the duel uh, with Toon World already sitting on your field, so you don't have to worry about trying to draw into it or try and make your plays and then get your uh, your Toon Monsters going. Now, um, you, you still want to have a, another Uh, At least another copy of Toon World in your deck, and what is sufficient for that is Toon Kingdom, because it also uh, doubles as having a Toon World on your field, so that's really all you'll need in this deck. But I want to start with the monsters, and the first monster that I run is Psychic Ace. This card was attainable through um, through one of those uh, free events that was going on. I, I don't remember how far back it went, but this was a free drop, so you could run three copies of this. It's a level 2 psychic, 1,000 attack, zero defense. If this card in the monster zone is tributed, you could target one card on the field and destroy it. So this is really good. I like to use this as my method to start clearing back row, because you got to realize that a lot of these Toon Monsters that are being run in the deck, like Toon Dark Magician Girl and tune, Summon Skull are going to heavily utilize uh, some kind of monster, whatever is already sitting on the field, to Tribute. As a special summon fodder to get it onto the field, so the fact that it was tributed, whether or not it was for a tribute summon or a special summon, doesn't matter in this case. So Psychic Ace's effect will still activate with these Tune monsters, which is what makes this a must-have in a Tune deck right now. Uh, then I run the four copies, or sorry, I run the three copies. I wish you could run four copies, but I only got three of Tune Mermaid. It's a level four Aqua Tune. Uh, it's got fourteen hundred attack. 1500 defense. Now, this can't be normal or uh, normal summon or set. And it cannot be special summoned unless you control a face-up Toon World. That's the way that all these Toon Monsters are. Uh, must first be special summoned from your hand by attributing the same m- number of monsters needed, which would be zero. Uh, this card cannot attack the turn that it's special summoned. You must pay 500 life points to declare an attack with this monster. Uh, if Toon World's destroyed, destroy this card. This card can attack your uh, opponent directly unless they also control a Toon Monster. Then you have to attack into that Toon Monster. So, uh, Toon Mermaid typically use that as tribute fodder um, you know for one of these um uh, these other tunes that are going to need a tribute uh, but other than that i mean it's it, it can hold its own just by leaving it on the field in defense position and hopefully if you have a tune kingdom out there on the field uh, it can definitely buy you some time uh, then also as far as tribute uh, fodder goes i run my three copies of relink karibo uh, this is another card that you could get for free um, oh, and, and just as a side note, you could get Toon Mermaid uh, from as a drop from going up against Maximilian Pegasus at the Legendary Duelist Gate, so make sure you get your copies there. For Linkaribo, you've been able to get this through tickets and through uh, different um, card flipper events or whatever. Uh, or those pick-a-gift campaigns. So if you don't have your three copies of Relin Karibo, don't worry, there'll be plenty of opportunities to get Relin Karibo in the future. Uh, It's level one fiend, 300 attack, 200 defense. If this card is tributed, draw one card. If a monster you control would be destroyed by battle, you could banish this card from your graveyard instead. And that's really cool, because some of these tunes don't have the highest attack or defense, and if uh, Relin Karibo is sitting in your graveyard, it adds some extra protection outside of what you would normally have with a card like Toon Kingdom. Uh, Now, on to the last two monsters. The first one is Toon Summon Skull. I only run two copies of it here, just because I'm trying to keep it to a 20-card deck. Uh, It's a level 6 Fiend Toon with 2,500 attack, 1,200 defense. It's going to require one monster to be special summoned by using a tribute um, for that. So, uh, same thing as the uh, Toon, uh, Toon Mermaid... It can't attack the turn that it's summoned, and you have to pay 500 life points uh, to then attack, which would be able to attack directly. So it's a turn delay. And again, that's why this deck is not the most competitive, because uh, you don't really have too many Toon Monsters that can attack the first turn. But this last card is what makes this deck just outstanding a lot better than it used to be and that's toon dark magician girl uh through some of those tickets that we got during the uh the, the year-long celebration we were able to get a third copy of this card if you've been like me and have gotten a toon dark magician girl any opportunity we were able to get i finally got my third copy so it's a level six spell caster tune with two thousand attack seventeen hundred defense and it must first be special summoned from your hand by tributing one monster while you control toon world uh, this, card, this card can attack directly. And the thing about Toon Dark Magician Girl that makes this so much better than the other tunes is that there is no turn delay before you can attack. So the turn that Toon Dark Magician Girl is summoned, if it's not turn one, if it's uh, if it's a turn where you're allowed to attack, then you could immediately attack directly during that battle phase. So basically the whole strategy is to get your Toon Dark Magician Girl out there as soon as possible and hopefully get a copy of Toon Rollback, which you can only get one copy of right now. I think it's a level-up reward from Maximilian Pegasus, but that... Equate's to four thousand total attack, and if your opponent has uh, doesn't have life point boost alpha, and they just have four thousand life points, then you could just hit two direct uh, two direct attacks per game, and it's it, this is just a really effective strategy, and and I really enjoy uh, setting up this deck. So, as far as spells go, like I mentioned, you do run your Toon Kingdom. You get the one copy of it from leveling up Maximilian Pegasus. When this card is activated, banish three cards from the top of your deck face down. This card's name becomes Toon World while in the field zone. Your opponent cannot target Toon monsters you control with card effects. If a Toon monster you control would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can banish one card from the top of your deck face down for each of those monsters instead. One of the most Busted field cards in the game. However, they only limit it to one because that's all you're able to get from the level up rewards. So until we can get more copies of this, I'm not very confident in the consistency of a competitive Toon deck, so uh, if you're able to get this card on the field as soon as you can, then go for it. I've seen people try and build build decks around Planet Pathfinder to search out your Toon Kingdom. There are other cards that allow you to search for field spells. You could try to go that route, but again, since this is more of a uh, not-so-competitive deck build, and you already got a Toon World on the field using Maximilian Pegasus's effect, you just want to try and get your tribute monsters on the field as quickly as possible and swing for games. So, uh, to me, I find that no Planet Pathfinder is needed for this specific casual deck build. Uh, the next card, of course, is Tune Table of Contents. Add one Tune card and or one Manga Ryuran from your deck to your hand. So... Uh, Basically, you're able to use this card to either search out your Toon Dark Magician Girl, your Toon Mermaid, your Toon Summon Skull, your Toon Kingdom, or your Toon Rollback, which I try to find in a lot of cases. This is the last spell that I run in the deck. You target one Toon Monster you control. It can make a second attack during each battle phase this turn. So, like I said, you, you... Combo that up with your Toon Dark Magician Girl. You can try and search it out with your Toon Table of Contents to get that Toon rollback. But if you're able to get that Toon Dark Magician Girl on the field, have that card swing in twice for game, you're in good shape. So that adds up to 17 cards. So what did I do to round it out? I just added three copies of Dark World Dealings. Each player draws one card, then each player discards one card. Now I feel like there's really not a whole lot lost by doing this because... With cards like Relin Karibo whether or not using it for tribute, having at least one copy of it in your graveyard is just a solid strategy because it allows you to at least float uh, or at least keep one of your monsters on the field if it's going to be destroyed by battle. Uh, so really, really good. And that's why I feel like running those copies of Dark World Dealings is not the worst thing in the world to have in this deck, and it kind of gets you moving through your deck pretty quick if you're able to open open your starting hand with a copy of this. You get a little bit more control as to your next turn uh, and any combos that you may be trying to make. So, because a lot of times I'm a lot of times I'm trying to get a Psychic Ace and at least a Toon Dark Magician Girl or a Toon Summon Skull in my hand for either the second or third turn of the duel. So, overall this is a really fun strategy. Like I said, it's not something that you want to take into the ladder because there are just too many solid archetypes that would just totally demolish a Toon deck, but... If you're like me and get real nostalgic and like this style of play, then this deck build is is just a really fun one to, to play. So uh, I recommend you give it a shot if you have the time. Uh, if you're just doing some casual duels, if you're uh, taking control yourself, you can get a very high win percentage with this deck in PvE. I think this matches up well against a lot of the standard duelists and a lot of the legendary duelists that you could go up against at the gate. So um, yeah, if you get a chance and you have Maximilian pegasus with that it's a tune world skill uh give tunes a try it's a lot of fun so i highly recommend it uh if you like more of these i'll uh, be happy to uh to do some more in the future if you have any comments about uh, about this deck definitely reach out to the dual assessment podcast uh, twitter account and uh, let them know what you think so anyway i really appreciate you tuning in for this one and uh hope to hear from you soon take care
0: Thanks, Doug. And you can check him out at Yu-Gi-Oh! Deck Talk. That's his uh, Twitter handle. And you can check him out every week on the show where he talks about a cool new deck. All right, so that is it. Uh, upcoming news. Kaiba Cup first stage goes on till the 15th, so we've got over a week, actually. Oh, no, wait. Stage 2 become, begins on the 12th, so that begins next Friday. Um and then the whole thing ends on the fifteenth. So basically you have until the eleventh, I guess, to do stage one if you want to do it in time. Epic Yami is coming soon, I think the eighth. So that's that's Monday, so it's a few a couple of days from now. And Epic Yami, you know, roaming duelist probably has some cards. Archfiend Commander, the legendary Exodia Incarnate. Return of Jack Atlas in mid April the a new skill. Uh probably an Archfiend skill if I had to guess. Mid-April Tour Guide Mission Bingo. Free gems for um, six Sams that I can never build. Special duels. First place draws. So April has a lot going on because I remember you could get like a separate King of Games. I got the separate King of Games with Ancient Gears back then. So first player draws. Uh, Duels Chronicles GX Season 2. Sartorius. uh, Fighting Sartorius basically and Dual Quest late April. Planned updates, inventory capacity increase, extra deck plus one, I can't wait for that, and the auto deck update as well that no one really cares about. All right, so programming reminder, next week I will be working at an event uh, where I work. We we do these conferences, so I basically have to be a staffer on the conference, and I have to work all day uh, Friday and most of Saturday, I think, so... Uh, The podcast might come out early Sunday or late Saturday. depends how much energy I have on Saturday. We will will see. And that actually affects me playing the Kaiba Cup as well, so I probably won't get anywhere in Stage 2 of the Kaiba Cup because of this event. So, yeah, sometimes life gets in the way, I guess, so (laughs) that is what will happen to me, but hopefully you will have time to... Uh, do well in the Kaiba Cup thanks for listening everyone you can find this podcast anywhere just search the dual assessment podcast or the dual assessment check out the podcast and more at our website thedualassessment.wordpress.com email me thedualassessment at gmail.com or you can find me on twitter dual underscore assessment green ranger ccg Uh, let me know what you think if the questions of the week suck or the polls of the week suck let me know I'll try to think of something better um Yeah, that is it. Thank you very much, everyone. See you next time.